Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. everyone and welcome to another episode of excess press my name is matt and i'm the host of this disney theme parks news podcast and this is episode 159 where we once again bring another interview with a cast member well i hope everyone had a great memorial day weekend uh, over here in new jersey it was nice on sunday monday but saturday pretty pretty rainy but that's okay i can't complain on the other days that i surely made use of my time there uh, I mostly just did a lot of renovations. I've uh, been redoing our laundry room, uh, making it look uh, straight from the 80s. It's all yellow, so I've been painting it and doing all this stuff over there to make it a little bit nicer. Um, but that was my weekend, but hopefully you guys enjoyed yours. Uh, so, yeah, sorry this episode didn't come out on Monday. It is coming out on Tuesday. Uh, I figured with the holiday, hey, I'll just delay it uh, Delay it one day. So, uh, sorry for the delay, but hopefully you guys are ready for this episode. Uh, Brooke is here to talk about her time working at Walt Disney World, and she's got a few exciting things to discuss uh, over in Epcot as well as Hollywood Studios. So, this was a really fun conversation can't wait for you guys to listen this is uh this is about like an hour conversation so hopefully you guys enjoy but why don't we just jump right into it and begin this episode of the excess press podcast welcome to the future or should i say your future On today's show, we have Brooke from Orange, Texas. Brooke, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Not too bad. Can't complain how you've been holding up uh, in these kind of unprecedented time. What's going on with you? Um, pretty good. Just been watching the siblings, hanging out at home, you know, <laughs> staying home. <laughs> Yeah, no, as as one should, so that's that's good. But yeah, hopefully you're you're keeping busy somehow. Maybe uh, I don't know, maybe watching some good TV shows or picking up a <laughs> hobby or something. Uh, I think you do. I think I saw you do artwork, right? You draw. Yeah, yeah. My major is art education, so I want to be an art teacher one day. Uh, so I I have been keeping myself as busy as possible with art. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, my my background is I, I went to school for graphic design. I couldn't draw or do anything. I couldn't paint. That's not in my skills. I can only do stuff on the computer. That's about it. So. Okay, exact opposite for me. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, get me on a computer. I can't do it. It's so hard. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's funny how like we're, yeah, we're on opposite sides of the spectrums and how people's <laughs> brains just work differently. So. Yes. <laughs> um, cool. Sounds good. Glad everything is going all right down there. Um, so we're here to talk about your time working with Disney. Uh, so before we kind of dive into that, I want to learn just a little bit about your history and learn like just how you kind of fell in uh, with uh, fell in love with the Disney parks. Uh, okay. So my first experience with the Disney parks, I think I was seven. Don't quote me on that. Um, we went with some family friends and we stayed uh in a in a wood a log cabin that little area um in fort like, wilderness like the fireworks and stuff yeah we were in like a our own little cabin and there was uh like giraffes outside of our window i don't i don't really know where that is actually oh the, um, the, yeah that's not fort wilderness <laughs> no i don't know where it was 
but uh, it was it was really fun. I loved every second of it. And then whenever I was in high school, I went twice with my drill team, um, and we actually got to perform at Downtown Disney, not Disney Springs yet. It was still Downtown Disney, um, and I just I loved it so so much, and I wanted to go forever and ever after that. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, so. So kind of how did you first begin for working for Dizzy? Were you on the college program or did you just kind of start working there? What's uh, how that come about? Yeah, so um, I, I started out with the college program. That's all I've really done so far was just the college program. My friend uh, did it before me and she told me about it and I was like, I want to do that. Uh, so they I actually signed up for the emails and they sent me an email on the last day that you could sign up. And I was like, you know what, whatever, I'll just try it. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, next interview. Okay, phone interview. Okay, let's get this going. And I was like, oh, oh I guess I'm going to Disney next semester. <laughs> it was like super fast paced. And I was like, okay, here I go. It was, yeah, it was just surprising. <laughs> oh, nice. So when, when was this? Uh, that was last year around this time, like April-ish. Okay, so very uh, recent then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, all of a sudden, hey, Dad, hey, Mom, I'm <laughs> not going to be here next semester. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> did did you did you go to school or did you go to college close by to home or were you far away? Yeah. yeah, so I live in Orange. My college is in Beaumont. It's about 45 minutes away from here. So, you know. I can drive to school okay. every day. Okay, so you, you commute, you don't live on campus? I lived on campus for one semester, or I mean, no, for two semesters, uh, but ever since I've just been commuting. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, commuter life, that's what I did in, in school besides one year, and it's good. It's good. You save a lot of money that way, so. <laughs> um, cool. Definitely. Yeah. Don't, don't save the stress, but you save the it's so. <laughs> true yeah yeah it does add a little bit more time to your day but uh i think in the end it's it's worth yeah. it so uh, <laughs> 45 minutes back and forth yeah <laughs> no for sure yeah uh cool sounds good so this was like your your first time just really like going away from home yes yes it was <laughs> yeah so how hours away. <laughs> yeah so like how like how was that transition uh for you going uh to uh disney world it was actually really easy for me. Um, I didn't really get homesick. Of course, I missed my family, but I wasn't very homesick. I loved living on my own. Um, it was fun. Uh, I knew that I was only going to be there for about four months anyway. Um, so I wasn't like worried about, oh, I'm never going to see my family again. You know, I was yeah. I was happy to like take that not vacation, but, you know, adventure on my own for a little while. No, for sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine. Um, I mean, yeah. we, were you able to kind of like meet with some roommates beforehand? Because I know a lot of people, they they kind of look online through like Facebook or something for roommates. Or do you just kind of go down with like I, whoever I get, I get? <laughs> yeah, I definitely, <laughs> they, they asked uh, who I wanted to room with, but I didn't know that we could people. Um, I didn't do a lot of research at all going into it. I was just like, okay, Disney, whatever you want. <laughs> and like, just let them, I let them pick uh, my housing, my roommates. I, I just let them pick everything. It's like, put me wherever you want. I'm just going to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was really lucky because my roommates were really wonderful. Really, really nice. All right, good. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was wondering next. Uh, yeah, how how it all worked out for you? But it sound like uh, yeah. sound like it was okay then. Super lucky. Cool. Um, so I like, get the top bunk. So that was the only unlucky part. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm glad. So you, I'm glad you're not a fan of the top bunk either, because I'm not. I feel like that's. I don't know. I just don't like it. No, I don't like. I was. It was so loud because I had to go in pretty early some days, and like I was just so upset that I had to be so loud <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. Wake up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, sounds good um so before like you, through this interview process uh they you kind of have to figure out what kind of role you wanted so what were like your kind of top choices for for roles for the college program um 
my top choices, so I don't really know what I wanted, I guess. Um, I think I put, like, food, and I put, um, like, attractions, and I put custodial. I think I almost put everything. Um, and then whenever they asked me, whenever we were doing our phone interview, it was very food-based because I had worked in one restaurant before. And so <laughs> That's they how they like, get okay. you. <laughs> yeah, they were like, okay, well, you're food now, so yeah. <laughs> gotcha, okay. So, so, I mean, now you're down at Walt Disney World, uh, you're going to tradition, so I mean, what role did you end up getting? My first role, I actually had two roles, so my first role was at Food and Wine. And uh, oh. yeah, it was so, so fun. I was just a food and beverage, quick food service for food and wine festival. So it like through thing. through all the different kiosks and, and or food booths, whatever, what's it, what do you guys, what's the official term? Cause everyone calls them kiosks, but then there's food booths. Like what do the, the people at Disney call them? I called them kiosks. Okay. That's like yeah. what I use, but I think like the kind of general public use food booths, uh, I, I think, right? I don't know. I don't know. I always said kiosk. There might have been a few like specific places that might have been a little bit different. There were, like this is a food booth, but I don't know. I didn't work in anywhere that said food booth. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe it's just me. Maybe that's all in my head. Who knows? <laughs> um, well, that's cool. I'm really I'm I'm interested to see uh, what you did because I've never just talked with anyone before that had worked uh, at the Food and Wine Festival within those, the, the kiosks, as uh, we call them. Um, so kind of like, talk about like your, your training and what, what like, did they tell you you were specifically going to work in the kiosk or they just said you're going to be working like food and beverage in Epcot? Like what, what did they tell you? So festivals teams, which is what Food and Wine was, um, that was our specific, was festivals. Um, the only thing was that Food and Wine Festival is the only one that college program gets to work with. So once the holiday festival started, we had to get a new role, basically. Um, so yeah, the training part of it, it was it was just like any food training that you would have, but very like specific to Florida state laws, Disney laws, like all of that. Um, and a lot of alcohol training, and they were very strict about it. So if anyone goes to the food and wine, I'm sorry, it's not me. It's it's Florida state law. It's Disney law. You know, <laughs> it was very strict on the alcohol stuff. What like what was the like what was so strict about it? Just I mean I know there's like the age limit and stuff like that. Right. But like, what were what were they so strict about? Yeah, so it was, uh, you had to, you know, of course, check the ID unless they looked over 40, I guess, was like the general consensus. Yeah, that's usually, uh, that's usually how it works. Yeah. I used yeah. to work at a bar as a, as a, like a bouncer, and that's kind of what we did as well. Yeah. Even, even when I worked in a grocery store when we had to sell lottery tickets. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <go> yeah. <laughs> um, they were very, you know, sometimes it was, it was like make sure that you check the ID. Don't don't be confused, you know. And then uh, the pour size. So they would have like stoppers on all the wines, and once that stopper stopped, that was it. You couldn't pour a little bit more. Nothing. Um, you couldn't give out any free ones unless you saw the spill with your own eyes. Um, no free ones for like magical moments, nothing like that. You had to, if, if someone even seemed like they were having too much alcohol, you would say, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to serve you that. Can I offer you some food? You can give them some free food, but it was like, no, we want them to be safe. We'd rather them be upset with us than them not be safe. Yeah. So. And I'm sure a uh, intoxicated person would gladly take free food if that was the case. I mean, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 It usually went over pretty well. If you had to cut somebody off, you just, you know, be very polite about it, offer them some free food, and they would, you know, they would try for the next booth. But you would also have to tell um, your coordinators. Like, hey, I just cut this person off. This is what they look like, so that they could tell the rest of the kiosks. So it yeah. was like a big thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I assume that 
I mean, everyone talks about going to Epcot for like drinking around the world, and especially it can get kind of crazy through uh, the Food and Wine Festival with people just coming in and being intoxicated. I mean, was that like, did you like, was it like a thing where you would see rowdy people or for the most part, like people are really respectful and at Disney, uh, people were respectful because they were at Disney. I would say, Ooh, I would say half and half. It depended. Um, <laughs> cause our kiosk opened at 11. So if you were like in the morning shift, most of the time, everyone was very respectful. Um, you really didn't judge anybody for getting wine at 11 a.m. because, like, you're at Disney. Drink wine. Uh, I, I better not be judged at that time of the day at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, try it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, you know, sometimes during the nighttime, you would get, like, bachelorette parties or just a big group of adults that were just going crazy. And they were, I would say that for the most part, they were never mean. They were never, like, super loud. They were just like having a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, no, that, like well, a lot of fun. <laughs> well, oh, that's good. No, that's good. I mean, I, I, that's what I would want. I would want people to have fun at Disney. Just, uh, yeah, know, know the limits. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, cool. That's awesome. So, um, I, I want to get started on like, kind of how I guess how the role system worked for you working at the the kiosk because. I imagine that they would rotate you depending on where they would need you because there's so many, like at uh, um, at food, especially at food and wine festival. Um, yeah. So, like, were you in the same booth every day or did you rotate? Oh no, I was always at a different booth. Um, <laughs> so I had all of the booths in between India, but it's I know because it's just for food and wine, or at least that I know of, and then. Um, Belgium and Brazil, which is actually really close to France. <laughs> so that was like my whole, all of the back end with Germany, Spain, all of that. Um, I think if I had to count, I think it was like around 11 different booths. I, again, don't quote me on that. I'd have to go back and count them. Um, but yeah, so there was just, there was a, a whole bunch of different foods that we had to learn, a, diff, a whole bunch of different drinks that we had to learn. A whole bunch of different machines that we had to learn how to clean how to how to work them um and then there was like three different uh roles within them so sometimes you would be on register which is obvious like you take the money check the ids uh all of that give them their receipt and then you would be expo and expo was just the person that's standing outside of the window taking the receipts ripping it on the side or on the top and saying, oh yeah, I need to be in the window and then giving back the receipt, giving them the food, handing out the food. Um, and then you could be a filler and you could either be an inside filler. Uh, some places had the, the drinks on like an outside part and then the food on the inside. Some places had everything inside the kiosk. Some places where everything was outside. <laughs> um, it was crazy. <laughs> um, so if you were like the inside filler and you had like the food, you would just, uh, most of the time it was just handing the food, calling, helping out the, uh, the cook staff, just helping them. Um, sometimes like if you were at uh, Hops and Barley in America, you would have to put the icing on the carrot cake, you know, simple stuff like that. Oh, we weren't so allowed good. to cook or anything. So good, right? Yeah, really good. So good. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> and then uh, the drinks were like, Sometimes outside, sometimes inside. Uh, you had to know how to tap a keg, how to open wine bottles. There was a uh, <laughs> there was a couple of days actually. They really liked me as filler, and they really liked me as closing, because I I guess I did good at those things. And <laughs> um, <laughs> so there was one day where I was on a twelve or thirteen hour shift. Oh, jeez. Oh. All the time. Um, and I That's was at crazy. Spain and I was filler and Spain only has wines. And I think I think at least two of them were quarts. And I think the other one was just twist open. But it was like super busy, packed, like insane busy. And it was just me. I was opening, opening, opening. I had a bottle in each hand, pouring, pouring, pouring. And I <laughs> had like the worst. Uh, soreness like in my collarbone and my arm the next day 
Oh, geez. I was like, oh man, that, that was, it was a lot. <laughs> it was really fun though, but it was very, very fast paced. You're making me think, I, I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen the Tom Cruise movie Cocktail? I have not. It's a movie from the 80s where he's just, he's a bartender and he's like one of those like bartenders that like show off and like do tricks behind with like wine bottles and glasses. And that's how, when you're telling the story, that's what I was imagining. You just like flipping up the wine bottle in the air, pouring it out or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's basically what I was doing. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Here you go. It was like 12 flights all day. And you're like, okay, great. Here you go. Oh, geez. <laughs> I cannot keep up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so I imagine you worked at a lot of the booths. Would you, I'm just curious, uh, for when you worked there, like, was there one booth that was, you thought was the busiest out of like all the ones that you worked at that maybe was just like constantly busy or the most popular? Definitely. Hops and Barley was like always busy. Hops always and Barley, you said? Down. Sorry. Yes, Hops and Barley in America. It okay. was always, always busy. Um, there were times when they had one set of registers on one side and then another set of registers on the other side. And <laughs> yeah, they had both sides open for a really long time and it was super busy. And then all of a sudden, it turned out that I was gonna be the only expo, so the person that was ripping the receipts. So I had to go back and forth between the two sides, ripping oh, the receipts, oh, <laughs> handing out the food, ripping the seat, handing out the food. And it was it was fun. And they I did it for about 45 minutes without without like too much hassle. And everyone was like, Oh my goodness, how did you do that? <laughs> I don't know. It was fun. <laughs> so, so real quick, Hops and Barley was just the beer one, right? Because in America, there's the barbecue place and then Hops and Barley, or was that the same location? I can't remember. Hops and Barley was it had it had a lot of beer. It did. It had beer, and then it also had um, the the carrot cake and the brisket and the lobster roll. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So yeah, I am it's thinking the one that's of, like okay. closer to the back. Well, the one the... in front only had beer, I think. Okay, because yeah, I think there was another location that just had beer. Am I? Am I yeah, wrong? Yeah, that one. That one wasn't. I'm not. I don't want to be wrong on this, but I don't think it was festival staff because we didn't have that one or the funnel cakes. Oh, so maybe it was just or, something. Uh, maybe it's just there all the time then. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's like a permanent location, okay. so they don't have us on there. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. That that hops and barley is always busy because every time I went, there was always a really long line. But I'm like, I don't care. It the food is really good. It's uh, so good. Yeah, every time. And I don't I don't know how, but crazy. I mean, not, it's not a crazy story. But the past two times I've gone uh, at that location, I got free food by accident somehow. Oh yeah. The, yeah, there was. <laughs> So yeah, like twice in a row, they were like, I went in 2018, uh, sorry, this was at the flower and garden, but same exact location, flower and garden. I ordered something there. They made a mistake. I got like a free pork slider. I went, uh, in 2019 in November. Oh, maybe, maybe I went to one of your stands. Uh, um, we'll have to line it up. To, we'll have to figure it out. Do a mystery later. I to do free lobster roll. It's possible, yeah. Yeah, then I got another free. I forget. I got, I know I got something free on this past trip, too. So, uh, it like, what's it, do you think is that common? Like, what, how could those mistakes uh, get made? I don't know if you had any experience with that. Um, mistake wise, not super often. I don't think so, at least. Um, sometimes you do sound like a pro, so that makes sense. <laughs> sometimes it was just super busy so you're like uh is this for you and they're like yeah and then they look at it and they're like oh no i ordered this other thing and you're like oh dang and so you have to like <laughs> no keep it you know you already touched it it's yours you know <laughs> like i'm not gonna take it back yeah, yeah yeah it wasn't that big of a deal to like give out free food um especially like if you did make a mistake on it yeah give them what they ordered that's theirs whatever um but you know even for like Oh, somebody's birthday. Here's a carrot cake or like something sweet like that. That was the easiest way to do like magical moments was just, oh, here you go. Here's a free cone, you know? Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Were there any like locations that uh, you weren't like allowed to work out uh, because maybe it was like they needed some special uh, like special uh, cast members that had to like work there or something? Um... I think in the grand scheme of things, like if you were quick 
food and beverage, like at Disney World, you could not be, you couldn't go to the food and wine festival and work because you had to be trained for festivals. But a festival cast member could work at any quick food service venue place in Disney World. Like you just had to sign up for that special little like I had some friends that were like, Yeah, I'm just gonna go work in Animal Kingdom tomorrow. It's like, okay, have fun. <laughs> gotcha, okay. <laughs> Other than that, uh I mean they I never really strayed away from what they gave me. Um uh, there was times when they put me outside of our zone. So like I worked at uh where did they do the impossible meet? Um, was that like the, uh, was that like Active Eats? It, it was usually in like Inventions West or yes. Future World West or East. I worked what? somewhere there and it yeah. was like my second shift. I was like, I did not get trained anywhere close to here. I am lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a fun day. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's awesome. So, I mean, was an average day for you? It wasn't an average day. It wasn't like 12 hours. Like you still, for the most part, work like eight yeah. hours, like a night shift, right? Um, so for food and wine, um, an average shift was probably like six hours. Um, and then every now and again, well, most of the time they would just extend me close. So it was just an extra hour. Um, if that, cause I cleaned super fast. So I was, yeah, that's why they extended me all the time. Um, but yeah, and then for my, my next role, it was average, like, like 12 hours, eight was like slow. Gotcha. That was okay. like a low day. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we'll, we'll get to the next role in a bit. I still want to continue just a little bit longer, uh, with this. I just have a couple more questions. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> was was there like a specific like wh what would you say was your favorite location to work at was there was there one that you you enjoyed the most um i really really liked working at spain spain was my favorite it was not some other people's favorites because it would get not so fast it was slow sometimes and then of course whenever i worked there it was like super fast um <laughs> Like every single time, but it was really the fun guests just I, knew they knew they knew when yeah, Brooke was knew. working. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, Brooke's there. <laughs> Let's go there." <laughs> no, but I would uh, I would try to speak Spanish as much as I possibly could, which is not a lot. To oh, the awesome! Guests. Yeah, one time I I just said "Hola," and she was like, "Oh my gosh, you know how to speak Spanish?" <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "No, not really." Oh, jeez! And it was like cool because um, like. English speaking people were still, there's a cat now. Okay, thank you, Pocus. Um, <laughs> I can hear him uh, or her. Can you hear him? Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you, Pocus. <laughs> you might have to come. No, he's really loud. Oh, no, you're good. No, it's very it's very faint. It adds to the uh, to, to the ambiance of the, of the show. It's all good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, if, if uh, guests spoke mainly English, they were just like impressed that I could even do a little bit. Um, and then if they spoke Spanish, they were just like, wow, like this girl is at least trying. And they were still impressed, <laughs> so it was really fun. Um, I tried to make jokes whenever I was like expo. I would try to make jokes as I handed out um, food. But at Spain, I would just try to like call it out in Spanish. And uh, it was really fun. Yeah, that was just my, my most fun place to work i would say that's awesome and i'm and i'm also sure like working at the the kiosk like you you create you make so many friends because you're jumping around all the time so i'm sure like you just met so many different cast members at that time right oh yes so many friends yeah and then whenever we moved on to our next role uh we still like a lot of us moved on together the same place and yeah we 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 kept really close. We had like a big party after food and wine was done. It was, yeah, we're good friends. <laughs> awesome, cool. Um, so yeah, why don't why don't we move uh, why don't we move into uh, your next role? So food and wine is winding down. I mean, I assume that's like mid. It was mid November last year, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. I think. So so, so kind of what's the transition like? How do you how do you know what you're getting set up for next? What happens? So we had absolutely no idea <laughs> until 
pretty much, I think last week of Food & Wine, whenever they finally told us. Um, but some people, uh, I, I got an email from the location that I went to and they were like, do you want to? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And so that's where I ended up going. Uh, some people didn't want to do that, so they chose not to, and then they just got put where they needed them. So, like I said, like any food and uh, food and wine people could go to any quick food service, so a lot of them went to uh, more food and beverage places. Okay, so where did, where did you exactly end up? Um, so I ended up going to Galaxy's Edge. Oh. Yeah, as a guest flow, and I helped open Rise of the Resistance. That's awesome. That's really yes, cool. <laughs> oh wait, so you weren't in um, you weren't in food and beverage anymore? No. Yeah, we uh, they needed people, so they took the some of the older guest flow and put them onto rise of the resistance like as attractions cast members for that ride and so they needed people to come and be guest flow and so they were like hey food and wine please come help us and i thought it would be fun so i was like sure <laughs> yeah no that's that's gotta be awesome so all right i yeah. need to know everything about it so right uh, I have <laughs> yeah so kind of leading up to it what was like the the training like because when rise of the resistance opened it kind of started something brand new at Disney that they've they've never seen before. Like I remember on the show, yeah. I was always speculating of like what's going to happen with the opening of Rise, especially with these new boarding <laughs> passes. So I like, <laughs> yeah. So for like you as a cast member, like what was the the training like for you leading up to the opening of Rise of the Resistance? Um. So to be honest, I really didn't know when Rise of the Resistance was going to open. I really had no idea until they were like, oh, by the way, this is like coming up. Like during training, they were like, yeah, you're going to work this. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was very go with the flow. Uh, so like Epcot's training was completely different from Hollywood Studios training. Um, so each of the parks has their own like little thing that they do. Um, for Epcot, it was very like, okay, this is this is people's home away from home. This is uh, fun for festivals. This is for um, just peace and harmony and uh, the environment and all of this stuff. And it was very like, this is home. That was like their main thing. Uh, and then for Hollywood, it was all about telling a story. That was their thing, was telling a story. And so in my mind, it was coming from this very like, I would say efficient based uh, work environment into this show based work environment. And I was like, oh, now I have to be somebody and like act and it was like crazy. Uh, so we had a, multiple training sessions. Um, some was just like introduction to Hollywood. Some was uh, about Batu itself because you know obviously I lived on Batu for a while mm -hmm. um, backstories words that we were supposed to use all of that um, and then we really didn't have I hate to say it but we really didn't have a clue what was going to happen for Rise of the Resistance until I want to say a couple of days before or maybe like the day of <laughs> wow okay because <laughs> yeah. they kept talking about an extended queue line and i was like okay well, where's the path because you know we have to be the ones that tell guests where to stand and they were like well we don't have a clear path yet we don't have this we don't have that we we're like okay <laughs> and then like all Jeez. of a sudden they were like boarding passes and we were like what is that and so <laughs> It took a long time to figure out all of the ins and outs of it. I still, it's still hard to think about how they do all of that stuff. I was a pro though. <laughs> I got there. <laughs> I can tell you everything. <laughs> I told a couple, a couple of my friends were like, how do I get on Rise of the Resistance? And I was like, here we go. This is what you do. And like 12 paragraphs later, told them exactly how to get on it. yeah it's it's exhausting trying to tell someone who like doesn't know much about it like how yes. to get on it it's yes it's like 
I just wish it was easy. They're like, yeah, just get a fast pass or wait online. It's like, no. All right. What you got to do? You got to get up at 5 a.m. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, you need to be here at 5 a.m. And they yeah. were like, what? Yeah. With my kids. And I'm like, oh, I yes, <laughs> you do. Because everyone has to be in the park whenever you do it. Yeah, yeah it was. Yes, it yeah. was so hard to like tell people, especially if they were like, well, this is our last day. And you're just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not easy. And it's I know Disney's trying to make it as fair as possible, but um, at least they at least they changed the rules of like a month or so later, mm -hmm. um, which was good. So yeah, I think they really they got the hang of it. It was really difficult. It was a trial run. But slowly and surely, they started changing things and mixing it up, and I think it got a lot better. And then, of course, a lot of people knew about it after that, so yeah. it was a lot better after that. Yeah, I mean, the, Disney just won't know how to do these things until they really stress test it. Yeah. Uh, and I think... We were part of the stress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're only going to learn, they're only going to learn from this, which is great, so... Yeah, yeah. So, so I assume you worked opening day, right? I did. I worked um, the night shift opening day. I had some friends that uh, <laughs> they worked at like three forty-five, and then I had some friends that went in at one a.m. Oh wow! And, yeah, so it was like one a.m. people, and then my three forty-five people were leaving whenever I was getting there at one p.m. I think. Oh, um, so yeah, you didn't get there till the afternoon after like all the crowds descended upon it in the morning. I mean, it was still insane. And as soon oh, as yeah. I got there, I think that's when they told me, hey, we're doing boarding groups. And I had to ask about five or six people before I really was like, what, what are boarding groups? You know, what is that? What are we talking about? How do we do this? <laughs> and yeah, it was like catch and go i was like hey all coordinators and leaders what am i doing and like they had to tell me it was it was pretty rough <laughs> oh that's funny so like so opening day for rise of the resistance you kind of get your footing now so like well like what do they have you doing um so there was multiple things that we were doing there was so much um <laughs> so like i think the main thing that they wanted us to do was just stand there make sure no one breaks in <laughs> so we had to like guard the ropes jeez. Oh, um, <laughs> spiel so just tell them we are on boarding group this if you don't have a boarding group this is how you get one blah blah blah, blah. like just really loud telling people what they need to hear um we had just in general, just standing there and being available to answer any and all questions that guests might have. And there, they had a lot. <laughs> and then I had a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a lot. Um, the thing that they put me in, <laughs> so I had to stand for like, I think I had this for like four days in a row. I was just standing in the walkway and I was telling guests, Please stick to the right-hand side over and over and over. Please stick to the right-hand side. Please stick to the right-hand side so that we could keep, like, a flow of traffic. And I was there every single day for, like, four days in a row. And after oh, that, man. I was like, please put me somewhere else. <laughs> please. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. Nah. It it's, it's sounds fun? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> It was stressful, but yeah, it, it yeah. was fun, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. No, I mean, there's there's so much, like, energy and excitement that the ride is finally open. What yeah. I, I haven't been on it yet, but what everyone says is the most immersive attraction that Disney's ever done. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, now I'm di dying to go on it, and uh, I probably won't be going on it for a long time now because of everything. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It makes me so sad. Yeah, but... Um, I want to <laughs> I know, I know, right? Yeah. Um, but cool, sounds good. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just remembering a question I wanted to ask earlier because since you had your training, you were a citizen of Batu. Like, were you able to create your own story? Because that's what what I remember hearing about is like people that worked on the planet, they were able to be like be a citizen and kind of create their own backstory. So did, did is that something you did? 
Yeah, so um, I lived in Pika and uh, I took the shuttle to and from uh, Black Spire Outpost every day. Um, it was about an hour shuttle ride. Um, I, I did have my own intricate backstory. Uh, no one ever really asked <laughs> because uh, before Rise of the Resistance opened, we could really, really get into it. I talked to a lot of guests. Uh, it was on the money with the lingo, everything. And then after Rise of the Resistance opened, people did not want to hear that anymore. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> they were like, why are you trying to be funny? And I was like, oh, I'm not. So sorry, ma'am. <laughs> <And like laughs> so we, we, I kind of cut back on that. And then it was really funny because I was, I was guarding one of the gates and I was kind of by myself uh, closer to the cave entrance area. And uh, a woman came up to me and she was like, how old are you? And in my mind, I hadn't really, quote unquote, been in character in a while. Like, I'd say Bright Suns, but that was about it. Like, I was tired, you know? Mm -hmm. It was hard to, like, stay in, in character. Um, and she, I said, oh, I'm, I'm 21. I was 21 at the time. And she was like, well, that's not a very Star Wars answer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was like, it really caught me off guard. I was like, oh, what did you want me to say? Like, <laughs> she was like, my son said that if I asked you a question, it would be like Star Wars. And I was like, oh, and I had to just, I it threw me off. I was like, uh, well, uh, our our planet is about the same size and uh, as yours, so so our years are very similar. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> age works the same way in the Star Wars universe as it does in ours. <laughs> You want me to be like 6,000 years old or something. Oh but it was goodness. fun because her and her whole family came and talked to me. And then one of my other friends came and was trying to get me to go on break. But <laughs> we were yeah. all talking so much. It was super fun, though. Yeah. But it really caught me off. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. don't know what to say. <laughs> No, I really, I really recommend people to talk to the, the citizens of Batu because that's what I did when I was there. I talked to... Uh, well, technically four, but two two were together at the time, and I actually like took their photos as well. Um, I was like, "Hey, can I just take your photo?" And like, I just used the uh, the backdrop, which was awesome, and whatever they were doing. And it's yeah, it's just it's a lot of fun talking to them because uh, they they go in and they they do create these these backstories that you can you can learn a lot from them, and you never know what they're gonna say. They'll give you all these like maybe cool little tidbits about it. So right, yeah, yeah. We had we were holding a sign that said like keep the right and we had some guests they were so funny they stood next to us on the left and they were like we're gonna take a picture you guys act like you're mad at us <laughs> and so <laughs> like on the left hand side like haha and we had to be like grr and i wish i could <laughs> wish i could like find that picture because we couldn't tell them you know anything about ourselves like i was not from texas they tried to get it out of me where are you actually from where are you actually from yeah yeah, yeah. Pika, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Pika, I'm, t I'm telling you, that's where I'm from. That's it. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's <laughs> yeah, I slipped up a whole bunch. We had a, we had a really big party before Rise opened, and there was all the important people that you could think of from Disney were there, and they were like, "Okay, guys, you're just gonna walk around, you're gonna mingle, and you're gonna make sure they're having a good time." We were like, okay. And I walked by some people and I was like, bright suns, y'all. And they, <laughs> they said, bright suns, y'all. And I was like, I'm going to get fired because I said y'all on Bob 2. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to train myself not to do that. <laughs> yeah, you were just so excited. It's fine. It was so funny. Yeah. Was this a, was this like the, the ceremony that they did before, like the night before the yeah. opening? Okay. Yeah, they had Ren, uh, Kylo Ren and Rey, like do a whole big lightsaber. That fight. was cool. It was so. It was right. It was right in front of my face. I was That's looking awesome. right at it. I, it was so cool. <laughs> I when I saw that, I was like, I wish Disney did this all the time. This is the it's coolest really thing that Disney has done in a long time. Like, yes. 
Like if that, I just wish that could be like a stage show, like maybe a couple times a week or something where it's like, all right, the park's closing at nine o'clock. The stage show happens. It's the last thing you get to see. Just huddle around and whatever like that. It, that was so neat. And that's, I'm jealous that you, you were right there for it. Cause I'm sure you had right it. There. it was right in front of my face. And then, uh, they had those, those big drones that were X-wings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those were so cool. They came out pretty often and all the guests would be like when do they come out and i would be like i have no idea they just show up <laughs> but they're taking my parking spots that's for sure <laughs> oh geez <laughs> that's funny yeah oh man yeah hopefully they do that yeah just real quick if you if the listeners if you don't know what we're talking about it was a they had the air opening ceremony the night before all the 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 the, the, the big heads of disney came out and uh, they, they just, did, Kylo Ren and Ray had this like very elaborate um, lightsaber fight like on the rooftops, right? Am I correct? Yeah, it was it was right above the garage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was so. Cool. Yeah. They were like cool. actually, actually like hitting lightsabers. Yeah, it was legit. Like, like yeah. Big fight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So I f- I feel like we've been talking a lot about your roles, which have been like it was been awesome learning about the food and wine festival. Uh, as well as um, you working as a citizen of Batu, but like I want to hear some stories. I feel like I haven't gotten asked you too much about stories. So like from either one of those, are there any like stories that stand out uh, to you that you remember specifically? Um. So whenever I was at Food and Wine, um, we did we had this big party. It was overnight. It was like until I think one a.m. It was the the big run that they had. You know what I'm talking about. The big party overnight, they had a... Yes. Yeah, so for like their food and wine, wine and dine weekend? Yes, wine and dine. That's what it is. Yes. Okay. We had a big party for all of the marathon runners and they had a DJ playing and it was just, it was so fun. And literally the whole night, all we did was dance inside the kiosk. Oh, wow. <laughs> like giving, giving orders, pouring the beers, dancing, dancing, dancing. And we, I woke up the next day and somebody texted me and they said, oh my gosh, uh, a guest videoed us. It's on their Instagram. And it was, I think it was Michael from Disney. He's oh, like a, yeah. Yeah, so, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So we were on his, his uh, Instagram and I immediately went on there, screen recorded it. I was <laughs> like, this is so cool. Oh, that's awesome. It was so fun. I'll have to, I'll I also have to try put to look. together a huge um, potluck. For that night it was like all of our zone i was like we're gonna bring food and we're gonna have a whole party to ourselves <laughs> <laughs> it was fun it was backstage it was really fun too <laughs> oh that's awesome oh that sounds really cool was so was this was this party like a separate thing after hours for the marathoners yeah, yeah it was only the marathon runners that could get into it oh, and it was like okay. after the park closed so we had about that was stressful too i forgot how stressful it was um, we had like maybe 20 minutes in between like actual closing and like reopening because uh, they had like a special drink that we had to serve and we had to figure out how to do it and we had to find a place for it. And it was like that was another like last minute thing. But, you know, everyone's a trooper. So we just we would go with the flow. <laughs> do they want us to do. It was really fun. Oh, nice! I, I had no idea they did the parties like that for the marathoners. That's that's pretty pretty neat. Yeah, it was so fun. <laughs> yeah. Cool. What else? Any anything else that uh, stands out to you? Um, I did get to see Josh Gad. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! How how did that happen? Yeah. Josh so Gad he... is the uh, if if you don't know, he's the voice of Olaf um, from Frozen. So yeah, I'm talking to the listeners. I'm sure you know. Lafu. From Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah, Lef- yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he's from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Correct. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. I think it was maybe the second day that Rise was open, or something like that. Maybe it was before. I'm not really that sure on the date. Uh, it's all. It's all a blur. Uh, <laughs> and all of my friends were coming up, and they were like, "This person's here. This person, uh, Chris Evans is here, and Scarlett <gasps> Johansson, and what? all of these people. They're here. They're here." And I was like, "Oh, well, that's." really cool and somebody was like i saw megan fox walk down the stairs and i was like i wonder if i'm gonna see a celebrity today (laughs) (laughs) and like went outside and i was uh i was doing 
I was helping out with the smugglers run line, uh, making jokes, you know, whatever, making sure everyone was sticking to the line. Mm -hmm. And uh, I look behind me and Josh Gad walks by and my one of my very good friends, <laughs> he said, bright suns to Josh, Josh Gad. And I was like, I'm famous now <laughs> because, you know, now I know Josh Gad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's My neat. My friend said bright suns to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. Um, I also got to see Smash Mouth. That was fun. Oh, at like one of the Eat the Beat concerts? Yeah. Yep. Got to see Got to see Smash Mouth. Did they draw um, big crowds then, still? Oh, it was, it was such a party. <laughs> nice. Cool. Sorry, what, what were you going to say? Um, I also got to do, I won a Magic Backstage uh, trip to see Frozen 2. So that was fun. Um, Magic Backstage is just like a little raffle thing that cast members can do um, online. And it's just for us. And they just, you know, it's really cool. And I got to bring a friend and we got free popcorn. And we got to see Frozen 2 at the uh, AMC at Disney Springs. Oh, awesome. There was there was a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fun time. <laughs> yeah, no, I bet. Yeah. Uh, were, were, like, were you able to, I know you said before, uh, you were able to create a, some little magical moments, uh, kind of giving out like carrot cake or something like that. Any yeah. any other, was there any magical moments uh, that you created that you haven't discussed yet? Um, okay, so at Hops and Barley, I did this for a lot of places, but at Hops and Barley, they had a drink. Uh, it was a beer, and it was called the Americanon, like a cannon. Mm-hmm. And uh, so every time someone would order it, and I was the one that was there, and I was working, I would say, okay, whenever you take your first sip, you have to yell, bang, like a cannon. <laughs> and the guests loved it. Some of the coworkers, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, this is annoying. No, but most most people loved it. Um, and then I would, I, got, I would, um, I would love that so much so if fun, I heard right? that. Yes, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. Uh, I did that with like a whole bunch of different things, but that was like the main one, uh, that really stuck because a lot of my friends would come back and they would say, you know what so-and-so did? They made them say bang whenever they got the American in it. You weren't even in there. <laughs> my legacy that's what i left at disney <laughs> oh that's so yeah you you just kind of did like how did you come up with that was that just something you're like yeah i want i want people to do this <laughs> i don't know um i tried to make a lot of jokes as i was passing them out um just to like make time go by faster to just brighten people's days just for fun you know and that one just kind of came to me i guess I was like you know what would be fun <laughs> a rule to go along with this beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think, and I think guests really appreciate that. And I mean, that's what makes cast members so special uh, just by doing those little things. Like they don't have to do it. They could just be any employee at a company and just be like, yep, yeah, here you go. That's it. But I mean, you're at yeah. Disney. You you want to make this as, as fun as you can for the guests. And that's, that's cool that, that you did that. That's awesome. Yeah. I think my favorite magical moments were the ones that the guests gave to me though um i got a lot of like thank you cards and little notes and stuff uh, i was working in at the germany kiosk one day and uh so the germany kiosk and the wishing well snow white's wishing well is like right next to each other and i cannot express to you how much i love snow white <laughs> i love her um i met her on on christmas and that was probably the best day of my life um <laughs> So a guest came up and they had a lanyard and it was a little teacup and it had Snow White's face on it. It was it was a pin. And uh, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's the best pin I've seen all day. It's so cool. Blah, blah, blah. And they were like, really, really? You like it? And I was like, yeah, I love Snow White. And they gave it to me. Oh, wow. And I was like, no, I can't take this. I can't take this. And they were like, nope. That's yours now. I was like, I will never ever forget you. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that was that was definitely my favorite magical moment that like happened. Probably at all, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, neat. I'm, I'm glad the the cast member was kind of willing to give that to you. Just yeah. I'm, I'm, hopefully, you treasure it now. It's... I do. Yes, it's on. It's on my backpack. 
<laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Along with all of my other Snow White pins. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> so I mean, what do you, it doesn't have to be a magical moment, but like, what do you think was like your favorite memory uh, working uh, during that semester? Oh man. You didn't even have you didn't even have to be working. It could just be like something that you did in your off time that that you enjoyed doing or something. Um, have two that really just sum up how much I loved being there. Um, my first one I did, I got to audition uh, to be a parade dancer. Oh, okay. So that was fun. No, I did not get past the first round. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at uh, animating for sure. Um, but I'm oh, yeah, you, you said You said you were on the drill team, right? So that's kind of the background you had? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of dance experience. I was okay. on the team in high school. I did color guard, which was the, the flags. Yeah, my, um, my wife did color guard in high school. She's yeah. very proud of it. Yeah. I, yeah. And then uh, I took dance for seven years and then I became a dance teacher. Um, and I was a dance teacher up until I went to Disney. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah. And then I also taught the color guard after I graduated. So I have a lot of. I would say that's a lot of dance background. Yeah, no, I think so. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, that's my goal one day is to be a parade dancer at Disney World. That's that's my dream. Uh, this audition well, happened to real, be real for quick. Disneyland Paris, though. <laughs> Wait, say that again. It was that. It was it for was Disneyland, for Disneyland Paris? Paris. Yeah, and I didn't tell uh, my parents that I was going to audition. Uh, I was just gonna, you know, get the role and then tell them that I was gonna move to Paris. Yeah, why not do it? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's all, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. No, I mean, I think I think you should definitely try it again in the future. And uh, we've had uh, two two actually really good friends of the show. Um, they they were dancers at Disney for a really long time. So I've definitely listened to all of those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I they, found those first. <laughs> oh, per, yeah, no, the, that's the husband and wife, uh, Chastin and Elise. So, um, yeah. cool. So, yeah, you'll maybe well, I'll connect you guys so they can maybe uh, help you out with some tips of how to how to get in. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big dream. Ever since I so I had a going away party before I went to Disney, and one of my friends that was on drill team with me, she was like, I just remember that we were sitting in Magic Kingdom and we were watching the parade. And you were like, I'm going to do that one day. And I was like, I can't believe you remember that. Uh, like, yeah, I want to do that one day. Nice. Oh, that's so cool. Well, I'm sorry you didn't get the uh, the audition. Or you got the audition, but I'm sorry you didn't make it. Oh, yeah, no, for sure did not. I didn't know. Uh, I don't know how to animate. I'm going to keep practicing. I didn't know that was even a thing. So, <laughs> like, I, I don't do a lot of research. I just go for things. Yeah. So. Well, now, now, well, now you know for next time. So. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you said that you said there was another one. What was what was the other one? Oh, yeah. So my other one, um, I went to the not so scary Halloween party. Halloween is my favorite. Pum Pumpkin Mickey is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. And um, I got to meet the dwarves, and I almost cried. <laughs> oh. I did cry. <laughs> it was amazing. I love them so much. And yeah, that was my that was my other one. <laughs> well, that's great. No, I mean, I know that's that's kind of one of the harder things to do when going to the uh, the party. So as long as mm -hmm. as long as it made you happy, that's what you want to do. That's that's great. I can't. The cast member at the front was like, "Okay, it's still like three hours," and I was like, "Tell okay, but when is it going to be not three hours? Because uh -huh. I'll wait." She was like, uh, "No, you should come back during the parade because that's when no one's here." And I came back during the parade, and I was like, "If it's still three hours, I'm I'm gonna just wait because at this point I need to I need to see them." And she was like, "No, it's like thirty minutes." I was like, "Oh!" And I ran. <laughs> I ran oh, nice. <laughs> Perfect. So, <laughs> blessings to her. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So we're kind of we're, we're winding down on time, but looking back at the semester, it you did a lot. This sounds like yeah. you you had a blast. Uh, you did a lot of a lot of cool things. And uh, w was there anything else you want to share before we kind of get out of here today? Um, probably, but I don't remember them now. 
Of course, there's like a thousand other things, but nothing as cool as what I've already said. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Well, cool. Sounds good. So, all right. So we're winding down here. Two, two more quick questions. Uh, last uh, one of them is: I always like to play the background music um, in the show, so. I want to play your favorite background music. So, what's uh, throughout all the Disney parks? Uh, what, what's the favorite your favorite music loop or favorite music cue, whatever it is? I don't know if you can. So, tell me if you can. But Epcot Forever. Uh, yeah, I can get the little portion uh, of that for sure. Yeah. Yes, my favorite. I know all of the words. <laughs> I sing them with my family. I know when the fireworks go off. I know what kind of fireworks. Like I said, it closed every night. So I was also there for the opening of Epcot Forever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, And the closing of uh, Illuminations. Yeah. Yeah. That was was another thing. (laughs) Yeah, that was I know that was sad for a lot of people for the Illuminations closing. Um, Yeah, I I enjoyed the the Epcot Forever show. Um, I I I really like the music, but I feel like I feel like people who don't know the history of Epcot or just like what is this thing like yeah no for sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah because I was I was with my um my two buddies and uh, they were like yeah we don't I don't know what this is I have no idea I'm like sorry um yeah uh, I think I just love it because I know all of the words and it's like special you know Well, yeah. s- since so, every night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so since that's a short one, any any other music uh, you like? Um, can you do DJ Rex music? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah the cantina yeah. music. I, yeah, I could d- d- uh, definitely do that. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, cool. So before we get out of here, is there anything you want to plug? Um. Yeah, I can. I can plug my Instagram. I have. Uh, an artwork page and every day well so far almost every day i've painted a little mickey mouse and uh it was within the color schemes of like a different character or a different costume or i'm, I'm gonna do one that's a, a ride pretty soon and it's just like a fun little guessing game so you can guess and oh, then neat. if you get it right i'll i'll uh i'll at you i'll tag you or whatever on my story um so yeah you can go follow that if you want to well, what is it i don't think you mentioned it <laughs> um it's artwork by brooke camp with not spaces but underscores if that makes sense yeah all right i'll, I'll be sure to link it in the show notes as well so. okay <laughs> cool well, Brooke, this has been uh, a great show, and I, I really appreciate you coming on today and talking about your uh, adventures and journeys through the galaxy uh, with us. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you for asking me. It was a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem at all. So, all right, thanks again, and uh, stay safe out there. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Brooke, thank you so much for coming on the show. I was just blown away by the stories you had to tell. I was not expecting uh, you you having done all those things that you did, working at the Food and Wine Festival, hopping all over the place, and then uh, going moving over to Hollywood Studios and being there on opening day of Rise of the Resistance. Uh, so much fun uh, with uh, chatting with you today. So again, Brooke, thank you so much. Uh, and if you were listening out there and you were a previous cast member and would like to come on an episode of the show and share your stories of working working at one of the Disney parks. Hey, reach out to me. Would love to have you on a future show. uh, And I'll let you know just uh, in a second how you can do that. So, all right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Make sure you are subscribing to the podcast. You could do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. And if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. You can find all of our episodes at excesspresspodcast.com. You can follow me on social media at excesspresspodcast. You can DM me over there if you would like to be on a future episode. That's one of the ways. Or you can shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. 
Uh, I also have a movie TV video game chat review podcast called What'd You Think? All the links are in the show notes for you to follow it over there if you're interested. Um, but that's it. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.